I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL News Time 415. The three things you need to know this hour first. A program to channel water from Flaming Gorge to Lake Powell has ended, and it's all thanks to Utah's above average snowpack. I'm KSL News Radio's Alexandria Bonilla. Second, the so called photocop bill that uses cameras to catch people speeding barely past the Senate today. Cameras would only go in some school and construction zones. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. I-15 in Weber, Davis, and Utah counties in good shape. But Salt Lake County drivers, you have a slow drive already in place between 4500 South Murray to 90th South Sandy. And an accident reported at 3rd West just south of 1800 South. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Wave number two moves out, but wave number three moving in for tomorrow. I'm Matt Johnson. Meantime, 39 degrees now. KSL's top national stories. From ABC News. I'm Daria Albinger. A preemptive strike from the White House. President Biden says congressional Republicans are planning to target health spending in the next budget. For weeks now, the president sounded the alarm about what he says will be Republican spending cut demands. And mega Republicans try to take away people's health care by gutting Medicaid and the Affordable Care Act. I will stop them. Some Republicans have made those proposals, but the party still has not released its actual budget cut plan they say they'll need in order to raise the debt ceiling this summer. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. The Supreme Court heard oral arguments today on the White House student loan debt forgiveness plan, which a number of Republican-run states say is a governmental overreach. A decision is expected this summer. Mobile air and soil test labs are being brought to the site of a toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. We've heard from many residents about their concerns about dioxins in the soil We are exploring what kind of soil sampling might be prudent and available for this community. EPA Regional Administrator Deborah Shore says the labs will operate round the clock as long as needed. Snow in the Northeast affecting travel around the country canceling hundreds of flights. Today the most heavily impacted airports from the weather are in New York and Boston. New York's LaGuardia has the most canceled flights of any airport in the world today followed by Boston Logan and JFK Airport. JetBlue, Delta and Alaska are the most impacted large airlines at snow will move out but then there's more arriving likely on Friday. ABC's Alex Stone. The FAA says a JetBlue pilot had to take evasive action while landing last night at Boston's Logan Airport when another aircraft crossed an intersecting runway. Stocks closed the books on a volatile February with some losses. You're listening to ABC News. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. 
Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And now the in-depth on KSL. More than 3,000 Utah high school girls gathered today to learn about careers in STEM. The Women Tech Council president, Sydney Tetro, says this event opens the doors for girls to explore educational opportunities that that they might not have known about before. In the tech industry, only 23% of the workforce are women, but 50% of people who work are women. So technology is significantly underrepresented. And when we talk to the young women, 90% of them tell us they don't choose that field because they don't know any women in tech and they have no role models or mentors. And this event is about changing that. So the girls come from every part of the state, every county. We actually have about 100 student board members that represent almost every high school in the state. And so those girls are activating in their local high schools. So the program is really about how do you create these inclusive environments and change who, how they see themselves for the future. She says the students not only see some of the many fields available to them, but also meet other women who've pursued careers in STEM. They get the opportunity to learn about 40 or 50 technologies they, meet, they work hands-on with a mentor, and they meet all these role models. And when they walk away, they see something that they love and some person who had a career, and they see themselves in that spot. And when they do that, they're choosing STEM as they go into college. That's Sydney Tetro, the Women's Tech Council president. This is the ninth year of the program, which has introduced STEM to more than 30,000 Utah girls. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.